Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, say Hey, welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Hope you guys are doing okay. I am receiving your letters. I hear you. I feel you. I cry with you. I ache with you. I get it. I get it. And I'm going to tell you why I do that. It's really not... It, it, here's why I do that. Some people are like, well, of course you do, because you're a Trump supporter. Uh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm empathetic to what's happening with you, with all of us as a nation, because some of you forget that my daughter flipped her uh, major in college to from neuroscience to narrative studies. She's been on my show a number of times. We had a podcast together and we talked about what that was and and she likes to condense it to storytelling, which is really a brilliant way of making it palatable, making it understandable, storytelling. Okay, well, stories sometimes are fables. Stories sometimes are mythical, they're fictional. Other times, stories are the stories of our lives. They're nonfiction. They're biographical. They're autobiographical. Um, There are chew the meat and spit out the bones stories. And so I start tonight's podcast with that because I'm about to get into some meaty things that I need you to be sober to understand there's a lot going on in the earth right now. I have to tell you, Brandon Straka of the hashtag walkaway campaign was arrested today. And imagine my surprise because Todd Starnes tweets out the other day, you know, we need to basically, I guess he was saying we need a redo of the GOP or something. And I'm like, forget the GOP. We just need a new party. Get on your walking shoes, Brandon. And then I see this headline today. And mind you, I've never even talked with Brandon his people have attempted to reach out to me on a number of occasions to have him on my show, but I always admired his efforts to, you know, bring people out of captivity, mental and emotional, economic, sociological, identifiable captivity into the light, to be honest with you. And unbeknownst to me, I have not been keeping up with his tweets lately or during the Capitol siege, I guess. And he was arrested for um, participating, I I guess, in that. I I don't know. I think he videoed while he was there. Uh, I think he was inciting the charges, you know, uh, for people to to show up and storm the Capitol. There are many of you, by by, by the hundreds of thousands, actually, who are sitting at home tonight, scared to death that you're going to get a knock on the door from the FBI, that your neighbor has turned you in, that all of your posts from the past, who knows how long, have been turned over as evidence against you. Now, I want to start with evidence against you. We're dealing with narrative shapers, We're dealing with people who understand the value in the economy of words. If you don't think that Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey and others do not understand the economic value of you, I've been trying to tell you for years that we are the product. You are the commodity. 
your life, your habits, your feelings, your fears. These people are like vampires. They literally stalk you in every area of your life, but they don't have to work hard at it because we give it to them. Some of you have been confused about why I would shut my Facebook account down, and I'm in the process of doing that because I no longer want to lead you to the geopolitical slaughter. I do not want to provide a place for you to come for information where you still have to be connected to the matrix. I don't want to do that. I feel like it's irresponsible and it sucks because I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss seeing your grandbabies pictures and your graduations and your proposals and your date nights and all your stupid food choices and your deodorant find and, you know, your new manicure and pedicure and your new hairstyle and the eyelashes and the bad tan and all of your political rhetoric. And, you know, you hate Republicans because Trump's bad and and you love you know, you love Jesus, but you know, you just drink too much on Saturday and you cuss a little too much and you know, all that. I'm going to miss you. I already do. I miss you. And I miss my country. I miss my country. I miss the freedom of speech. I miss the freedom of thought. I miss the freedom of feeling. Don't you? Apparently, allegedly, Brandon uh, videoed from the Capitol. I have no idea. I haven't seen it. I have not spoken with Brandon. I have no idea. Never talked to Brandon. And some of you are like, well, you were there. No, I was in the D.C. area. I was actually in Virginia. But um, I... (laughs) I mean, I actually was like, I felt bad. I've said this on another broadcast. I felt bad because I told you guys I was going to be on the lawn because I wanted to capture the energy of two of one point something million people being on the lawn, which I've seen before at uh, President Trump's inauguration, which was amazing um, to be around that energy. And it was a combination of energy during his inauguration. There was a lot of violence going on, cars being let on fly, fire. Uh, windows being busted out of things, uh, a lot of intimidation walking down the streets, a lot of things shut off because you just couldn't get around. You know, me being dumped off by my Uber, Uber drivers who were scared to death because they didn't know if they would be attacked for being in the vicinity. There was a lot of violence in D.C., a lot of violence. There was no one there on mass. There was no one there during the presidential inauguration uh, that looked like a, you know, a uh, a military movement. There was the National Guard. There were troops there uh, around the Civic Center where the various balls were held, the inaugural balls. But for the most part, once you stepped outside, uh, stepped outside of those areas, you were on your own. So that was fun. <laughs> that was our experience four years ago. You know, now apparently people stormed the Capitol I do not believe that Trump supporters were involved in the death of people, but I don't know. I'm not in contact with people like that. I I have no idea. But I was grieved that, you know, if in fact that's even true, these are allegations. I don't know. I have not watched Brandon's videos or his incitations of folks showing up at the Capitol to storm the Capitol. I I don't know, but that's what he's been accused of. And I would encourage you to um, do your own research and see if that's actually true. I would imagine the tweets have been taken down. I have no idea. I was grieved to see that, to be honest with you. I, I don't know that anyone, I don't know, this is probably just my naivete, but because I certainly wasn't part of planning any kind of craziness, I'm calling you to peace now because many of you, I see your comments online and I'm like, you guys are going to end up in some kind of a faction you don't want to be a part of in the name of patriotism. And so just hold your peace and pray. It's your first line of defense as a nation is to pray to God, the name above all names who can move mountains in every country on the globe, who could literally, by the blink of an eyelash, all of us could be gone. 
immediately, instantly. I don't think that's his plan for us, clearly. But so some of you are sitting at home scared. I've gotten your letters. Your, you know, some of your neighbors have been giving you a hard time. Uh, your lives have taken turns because you showed up at the rally. You weren't even at the Capitol, but people are just like, oh, I saw her post. I bet she was there. We're going to turn her in. We're going to do our civic duty because we've been brainwashed into thinking that all patriots who are just standing at the rally cheering on behalf of the candidate that they supported, not inciting violence, literally standing there with signs just wrapped in flags, singing the national anthem, which honestly was our entire flight. It was I've never seen anything like it. It was kind of cool. Our flight crew is amazing because Southwest is not as stuffy as Delta whenever it comes to these things. No one was intimidated. Nobody was stupid. Nobody was calling for the death of anything or anyone. It was go America. But that is enough to get you in trouble, apparently, or at least that's what people want you to think. So I just want to encourage you, if you were not part of the capital violence, then you weren't part of the capital violence. If you didn't storm the capital, you didn't storm the capital. You don't have anything to be worried about. If you did, that's a different story. But that's my peace message to you tonight. I just pray that you'll take your peace. You know you weren't there. If you haven't done anything wrong, you haven't done anything wrong. There's a lot of fear-mongering going on and terrorizing of people through their psyche. So I want to read something to you tonight regarding narratives. Let's back up and review. My daughter will tell you as a narrative studies major that narratives are story. It's storytelling. Okay, so that's in its simplest terms. It's storytelling. And stories can be fictional and they can be non-fictional. Your mainstream media is comprised of predominantly fictional information. I won't even call it news because as I'm just a commentator, but as someone who has a respect for journalism, I would argue that our media is compromised by a network, a labyrinth of bad actors and bad players with an economy that most of you just trying to go on about your American lives are not aware of. And I'm going to go over a little bit of this economy tonight on my telegram. A lot of you trust me to follow certain individuals on telegram. I'm just here to tell you, I chew the meat and spit out bones on a lot of things that I happen to repost. Also on telegram, it's important to remember that someone can simply post anything to your channel. So let's just get that legality straight. I have people that post stuff to my channel and I didn't post it. I mean, that's how Lynn Wood's channel, his, his, uh, his chat feature got shut down because people were posting porn and the porn was reported, which was exactly what was intended. And the porn was imported, was reported rather. It was imported and it was reported and telegrams like, okay, we've had enough of that. So uh, apparently they have attempted to restore the chat feature, but telegram is not responding. And so there's not a chat feature uh, on Linwood's channel. I know that's very frustrating for some of you. You can always email him. You know, he he is a free agent. He, you can email him. His email is wide open for you. So he loves to hear from you. And, you know, there's that. So on my channel, however, people put all kinds of crazy stuff and true stuff. There are a lot of storytellers. Let's just stick with narrative shaping. There are a lot of storytellers out there. Okay. And so... There's someone, though, that I really think you should follow. Well, I don't, excuse me, there is a channel I think you should follow. And the channel is called Narrative Reframes. And this is probably the most comprehensive. I need to send it to my daughter because she'd probably be like, yes, exactly. Um, This is probably the most easily digestible yet comprehensive understanding and explanation and approach to what is happening to you. What is being perpetuated upon you right now? The abuse that you are suffering, and you've been suffering for years, but now it's at an all-time high to cause you to break. I need you to understand that. This is to cause you to break with reality. It is called cognitive dissonance. We've made fun of it. It has been a meme 
it was a um it was hyper it became hyperbolic rhetoric cognitive dissonance i mean how many times you've heard that some of you don't know what that means it it is a it's an inability to be able to determine between reality and what's false and there are patterns of behavior that get you there a lot of you ladies know what i'm talking about and a lot of you men who have dated malignant narcissists or just basic narcissist personality disorder and people who are good at gaslighting People who try to make you think you're crazy because they're up to no good. I've dated enough of them. I could write a book on it. So this is really kind of like another day in the park for me because I get it. It's horrible. It is the worst possible existence because you're like, what? I know. I just, I just caught you in bed with that person. And they're like, but that's no, no, it's not what you think you saw. Or it can be really subtle. It can be even more subtle than that. And it's um, it's a sleight of hand. It's people who apologize to you this way. Hey, I'm sorry that you took what I said incorrectly. That's gaslighting. That is making you question reality. That is making you question what you see. And right now, it's at an all-time high and it's intentional. So for those of you who are like begging for answers, when's the president going to, you know, uh, parachute into the, into the White House and make all of this, you know, we've all been punked, right? Everyone's waiting for Ashton Kutcher to like arrive on the scene and be like, psych America, the joke's on you, you know. Well, I'm just telling you, that's not going to happen. And you need to understand the war. Because there are multiple levels to this geopolitical war. And you, my fellow Americans, all of you, Democrats, liberals, libertarians, Republicans, all of you, uh, Patriot Party, whatever that's going to be about. By the way, the president has disassociated himself with a Patriot Party, with a third party. Apparently, he's busy uh, primarying uh, Republicans. Good for him. So for those of you who are, you know, I suggest as a Republican Party, we clean our own swamp and we get on with it. I'm not interested in supplying donations to the RNC or the GOP. I am perfectly happy uh, campaigning around individual candidates. I think that's where it's at. For all of you, uh, you know, establishment snobs who can't stand the uh, the grassroots efforts and those people who are just so small and simple-minded. Well, look how far you guys got us. Look how far up Shit's Creek you've gotten us with your, you know, sycophant, uh, ass-scratching, excuse my language, I'm just over it, back-scratching, butt-scratching Republicans of, well, it's, it's my turn. No, it's not your turn. Sit down. I'll tell you whose turn it is, the best person for the position who cares about liberty, truth, justice, and due process. That's whose turn it is. Who cares about prosperity for all? Who cares about equality for all? Who cares about peace? Who cares about respect and unilateral respect across the international landscape? That's whose turn it is. The person who will defend and drape themselves in the Constitution, that's whose turn it is. If that doesn't describe your candidate, they need to sit down and you need to get out of the race. That's Those are the efforts you need to be making, America, all of you. You Democrats, I'm, I'm telling you now, I believe that there were probably, I believe, I believe in my humble opinion, If I had to guess from all of the support and rhetoric and heartbreak I've seen, I would bet you that 30% of President Trump's voting base were minorities. And you know why? It wasn't because you slicksters, pearl-clutching GOP establishment folk were so crafty at inviting them into the party with your uncomfortable campaigns of, well, let's reach out to them. How do we talk to them? No, it wasn't because of you. Sit down. It was because this president, Donald J. Trump, 
had promises made and promises kept. And people can tell when there's food in their bellies, there's hope in their heart, there's clarity in their mind. People were set free who have been incarcerated unnecessarily forever. People unjustly, unjustly dealt with in this earth. And he dealt with them in a just manner. He cared. And people know when you care. I don't care what you've done in your past, how much pee grabbing you've done, because your average basic human American understands that we've all got a host of crap in our past and probably our present. But if you will do, at least try to do, what you said you were going to do, to fulfill your promises to keep this nation free, to provide opportunity for us, there's nowhere a group of people won't follow you. If you're thinking of running for office tonight, I hope you will play this broadcast over and over again. Do not get sucked into the cabal of your PACs and your super PACs. Get your butt out there. Round up your money for yourself and trust that people will see you and they will hear you and you better honor your word. You better honor your word. That's where the American people are. If you want to lead, this is a time when the wheat and the chaff is being separated and your word need to con- needs to consist of promises made and promises kept. And whatever your shortcomings are, you need to get very, very honest with yourself and your maker about what they are. If I was advising a candidate right now, if I was consulting a candidate right now, here's some free advice. You need to get on your face right now before you even think about announcing. And you need to get honest about your Achilles heel. You need to get honest about your shortcomings. If it's money, if it's sex, women, men, scheming, uh, secrets, whatever it is, power, you need to get honest about that and you need to submit that stuff to the Lord. And if it's your time to run, then you get up and you run your race and you run it honestly with your father first and then with your constituents. You need to be mindful of scavenging consultants. This is an opportunity. This is a vacuum. I'm telling you, this is not only a vacuum for Americans to get sucked into, you know, people who are scared and crazed right now to get sucked into these fringe groups that are advertising all over the place. Take your country back. You know, I'm telling you now, they're going to get you in trouble. You need to stay the course. Start on your knees, end your day on your knees. The battle is in the heavenlies. And then you need to engage your time, your treasure, and your talent and get behind candidates who will stand, who will stand during this time. And I'm telling you now, it's going to take somebody with heart, with grit, and courage. This is not the time for the feeble or the afraid, or you can show up afraid. Some of you are like, well, I don't know. I'm, I got some stuff in my past or, you know, I don't want them to drag my family through. Well, get over it because whether they find something on you or not, they're going to make it up. This is the world of deep fakes. You now have plausible deniability. Nobody knows what the hell is real. We don't even know if Joe Biden actually signed his own name on anything On executive orders, we have no idea. Most people don't know if he's actually our president. Do you understand that? So this is the time. Let your past be your past. Get Be honest. If you've done some crazy stuff, but I'm going to tell you now, if money and power are your Achilles, you need to stay the hell out of politics because it will take you down and you will continue to be part of the problem that we're dealing with right now. I cannot stress that. I'm telling you now, I've had calls already. Hey, what do you think about so-and-so? They're looking for some consultancy. Keep your money. I don't want it. That person's not worth a flip. 
They have a lot of notoriety. They've got a lot of followers. They've got a lot of, you know, uh, fame and whatever, uh, you know, uh, name recognition. Who cares? I'd rather take somebody. This is for someone listening to me right now. I'd rather take someone who no one knows of, not one person who is a person of integrity, who is a person who's called by the author of our liberty to stand and drape themselves in our Constitution and go to Washington, D.C. in the middle of it all and stand. I would support that candidate. Matter of fact, I'm willing to volunteer a certain portion of my time for anyone who is in need of uh, consultancy, happy to do it. I do have a vetting process, but I'm happy to do it. And if you pass the vetting process, then we can. You just don't have the money right now, or it's it's where it's on contingency, whatever. You know, I'm the queen of contingencies. Apparently, I'm a widowed mother, so we get separated. We're going to meet right here at the ice cream shop. That kind of contingency. So. You know how to find me, Monica, monicamatthews.com. But this is not the time for the faint of heart, and this is not the time for scoundrels to continue. And this is a vacuum. You're going to have GCs and consultants and, you know, your grandmama. Everybody's going to come out of the woodwork to be like, oh, you should run. Uh, Or you'd be amazing. Listen, if people are killing you with flattery, it's probably not your time to run. It's just not. Because here's what happens. People are fickle. I have years of experience with this in the music industry, and it still hurts, and it still sucks. I'm not going to lie. But when I told 52,000 followers on Twitter the other day that I would delete all 47,900, hold on, 47,000, yeah, 47,000 of you and keep, because I only need 300, I meant it. I was some, you know, Christians were shaming me about calling Christians illiterate, because we are, by and large, most of you do not know what's in your Bible. And that's an indictment on Christians. It just is. But it's not It's not the unforgivable sin. Like you can pull out your Bible tonight and get busy, right? And then you won't be part of the 97%. Be part of the 3%, right? But y'all try to come after me like I'm some kind of scared of you because you think I'm going to cater to your shame about, you know, about, well, you're not being nice, right? Because we're on a battlefield right now. And what is the war for? You, your mind, your heart. That's the battlefield. I'm not fighting Democrats. I'm not even fighting the Biden. I've told you now, you will not see me criticize the Biden administration online. You know why? That's me standing in solidarity to um, <laughs> to my an absolute defiance to your, twi- to your uh, Republican on Twitter only brigade, the Dan Crenshaws of the world who thought it would be expedient to, you know, separate themselves from you, the voter. And now they want to get online and Mitch McConnell, and they want to get online and and berate and criticize the Biden administration. Nope, not me, sister. Not going to be a part of it. Not going to happen. And that's really just my defiance. Again, like I said, to the, you know, y'all call them rhinos. I don't even call them rhinos. I mean, we have a lot of, uh, what would you call them? Sinos, Christian in name only. We have a lot of us, so I'm certainly not casting the first stone. But we need to get over the hashtag campaigns and the rhinos, Republican in name only. And no, you're either for the Constitution or you're not. It's just that simple. So there, there's your barometer. Okay, let's get back to narratives. Enough of that. So my daughter is a narrative studies major. I'm going over here to my Telegram account, and I'm going to read something to you. I need you to go tonight and and follow this account, Narrative Reframes, Narrative Reframes. There is a picture of a Black Panther. I am authorizing this account because everything I've read on it so far. Now, listen, if something kooky shows up on it, uh, I have nothing to do with that. This is not my account. I do not manage this account or otherwise administrate this account, but this is an account so far that has truth. Now, if you see something crazy and you want to chew the meat and spit out the bones, then do that. Don't be ridiculous. Take ownership of your own liberty for a change. Ready? Here's how this account starts out, which is what drew my attention to it. What is cognitive dissonance? All right, you ready? Here we go. In short, it's what everybody in America is experiencing 
thanks to the overwhelming narrative war that's been going on for so long. It's confusing and uncomfortable, and it completely jacks with your perception of reality to the point where you're not sure what's real and what's fake. It would behoove you to safeguard yourself against this to keep from becoming another leveraged pawn. But a lot of people are struggling with developing cognitive resilience because they don't understand the complex game and have no idea where to start. But fear not, we can fix this right here, right now. And then there's a link to economics, geopolitics, and America. I've not clicked on that yet. I want to, I want to continue reading. Americans are conditioned to think in terms of four to eight year government iterations. I just said this on Stu Peter's show a couple of, about like last week. At Great Minds Think Alike, at best, we're on a dime cycle, 10 years at a time. Most of our society doesn't think in longer terms of government, unlike the rest of the world. For longer than any of you have been alive, America has been a colony that is consistently leveraged by a conglomerate of higher geopolitical powers. Let that sink in. This geopolitical buildup has been a long time coming. This is the conflux of our digital age. Technology ushered in the means for a central banking revolution. With the advent of certain technologies came a shift in political theory to put the rush in motion. World wars are iterative are iterative to the steel cycle, S-T-E-E-L cycle. Central banking has been long controlled by the Rothschild dynasty, and there has been a significant power shift in the central bank power recently. To affect this has been a long-term strategy. Since the advent of Bitcoin, there have been serious intelligence struggles across the world to prevent and accelerate the coming or accelerate the coming revolution. One side ends in tyranny and the other in a bright and resilient future that's quite literally out of this world. The question is, which side are you on? In order to be free to make that choice, you have to reconcile the narrative conditioning that's affecting your ability to understand our current reality, and the gravity of this geopolitical situation. The advent of the internet has allowed for massive data mining or of intelligence, neurology types, and so much more. It's all in the metadata. It's what allows corrupt conglomerates to systematically fool populations with massive cognitive dissonance operations facilitated by big tech platforms. Clown world, as we say, isn't just a meme. To understand what's happening in America and the rest of the world after Trump played the Trump card, you have to understand the history and dynamics at play. To put it simply, you need to understand the petrodollar, petrocurrency, mercantilism, and the history as it applies. And then there's a diagram of all of it. Understand the petrodollar and why this vicious cycle no longer serves us. There's a brighter, more resilient future ahead, and corrupt conglomerates will continue their attempts to stonewall humanity from reaching for it because of power and greed. That's going to change now. Everyone can feel the shift, but not everyone understands it yet. You're not crazy. You just need a cognitive reset to break out of the narrative frame that's holding you mentally hostage. Comprehension is key. Meaningful discussion cannot exist when there is a disparity of comprehension. And that's why we're so polarized in America right now. That's why people are so confused and agitated. People are suffering. And it all boils down to comprehension. In order to remedy this, you have to have the psychological intelligence to recognize that disparity exists and level by defining terms. Otherwise, interaction inevitably goes south. Unity and connection seem damn near impossible. In terms of narrative warfare, the systematic degrading is dehumanizing and ultimately defeating. Apply this to massive populations and you cognitively sideline entire populations into believing a reality which can be leveraged for power. This is what you're experiencing and struggling to come to terms with. The cognitive domain of war is real and it is insidiously eroding American continuity beginning with your mind. I want to interject right here. 
if you are a Christian, how many times have you heard the battlefield is in your mind? But what is the answer to that? We have the mind of Christ. What is the mind of Christ? Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. That is the mind of Christ. When you love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, nothing is impossible. Your worth is established. Your identity is established. Your possibility is established. Opportunity, I will grant you, can be something that you have to fight for because of the world system. I'm a female. I've had to, quote, fight for it. But I also keep standing. And the reason I keep standing is because the mind of Christ tells me that I have a calling and I have a purpose. And if I keep showing up, God is going to make room for me and my gifts and my talents. How do I know that? Because the Bible says so, and I believe it. This is why I preach to you about getting out your word, because you don't know how to apply it in practical, everyday geopolitical terms. And you're screeching through the earth right now, clawing at people, like me and others who you trust. And I really appreciate that. But you, your liberty was bought and paid for. If you're a Christian by Christ, if you're an American by millions around the world, not just this generation, it was bought and paid for. You have an obligation and responsibility to mitigate your own liberty. And it begins in your mind. The devil knows it and nefarious actors know it and your mind is being used against you. We've got to get honest about that. All right. This page continues. Again, we're on narrative for reframes on Telegram. Hurricane of disinformation, mainstream media bias, the rise and deaths of whistleblowers, No idea what's real news, what's fake news, conspiracy or not conspiracy, credible source or not credible source, who to believe when things are framed one way in the news but have very different implications in real life, how to get ahead of changes that affect quality of life but also behind the power curve. Thousands of questions, thousands of answers, but it is, but is it the truth? Is it fact or not? Welcome to Narrative Warfare. I cannot stress this enough for you guys. I've said it on my own show for years, but definitely more so in the past couple of weeks. I've said it on Stu Peter's show. We have mocked and made fun of because we do that with things we don't understand. I cannot stress enough the importance for you to take responsibility for your own cognitive reality. I need you to do that. And I'm very grateful that you trust me. I don't always get it right. And I've, I've told you over the years, I, I may misinform you, but it is, I will never disinform you. That is not my heart. I'm passionate. I, I cuss. I love Jesus. I know some of y'all cannot, again, that causes you a break with cognitive uh, ability because you're like, but the Bible says you're not supposed to talk like that. I'm like, I know the Bible says you're not supposed to gossip about me, but you do. So there's that. The Bible's such a great equalizer. I wish the world knew that. And you know what? The world does, which is why the world is attempting to silence the only voice of liberty. Our Constitution is the document by which we govern this land. And... I'm telling you now, that Constitution was breathed and God inspired by the author of your liberty, your due process, and justice. You know how I know that? Because your Bible is riddled with the courts of God, the courts in the heavenlies. And you know who your defender is? Jesus Christ. Do you know who your adversary is? Satan. Do you know that he accuses you day and night to your father? 
He accuses you to yourself. He accuses your neighbor to you. He accuses the Democrats to you and to you to the Democrats. And the media is right there with the world's loudest megaphone. And there are there's a very small group of actors. And I say they're actors because this is a drama unfolding in the earth. I keep telling you that we are all, my, form, my late pastor used to say, we're all just experiencing a great family feud right now here on the earth. Because Satan told God, I will ascend above your throne and I will take a third with me. And he's like, hmm, okay, well, good luck with that. So here you go. We're going to give you your little territory down there in the earth. And you're right. You are going to take a third with you. See ya. So there's that, right? And here we are. This is a family. I've said it once. I'll say it again. I'll keep saying it. This is a fight a battle for your soul. And some of you have made that so esoteric and just so Sunday morning and small groups and skinny jeans and smoke machines and, you know, and prophetic insights and somebody give me a crystal ball and a word and, and, you know, and what, what Kim Clement was wrong. I mean, your whole world is falling apart because you don't know what's right and what's wrong and what's up and what's down. And I'm like, Hey, um, listen, God has a, God has an interesting sense of humor Whenever it comes to, hey, I told you something was going to happen, but I didn't tell you when. Or if I told you when, I didn't tell you exactly what month. We are a people of hope. Do not let the enemy use that against you, and don't you dare relinquish it. Don't ever let anyone tell you that hope is not a strategy, because it is. We serve the God of hope. He is hope. Love hopes in all things. So hope is a strategy. I love that name, hope. What a beautiful name. Hope is a strategy. And that is the war for your soul, for your psyche. Your psyche is wrapped up in your soul, by the way. It's your consciousness. It's your mind and your your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. That's your soul, and that's biblical. That's not just some Monica Matthews theory. That's biblical. Why do you think, golly, why do you think that what I'm sharing with you right now is outlawed in every oppressive nation in this country, and we are well on our way to that? Me sharing this gospel with you in this country, if we if we don't, agree with the mind of Christ right now, if we do not stand for truth and start electing people who are unafraid and who are committed and sold out to the truth and to our constitution, if we, if we don't start voting for people like that to govern this nation with laws that are in accordance with liberty, due process, justice, equality for all, If we don't start with that, we're going to end up like those countries. And countries around the globe are crying right now tonight. It's not just you. They're crying because they don't know what's going to happen if our light goes out. When men and women can stand in a Chinese square with our flag while we are fighting with a football agency, with a sports industrial complex over kneeling or standing, when we have allowed the narrative, when we have capitulated, we have conceded, we sat down just so we could watch the men in tights run down the field again. We didn't want to lose our jobs. We didn't want to lose our standing. We didn't want to lose our reputation. You don't want to lose your life. But you'll stand out there on a hot summer day in 4th of July with your baby and those stupid bows that are bigger than their heads and your little hot dogs and your Cokes and your little teeny tiny flag and watch as your crooked politicians ride down the street in cars they don't own with donors that are just damn happy to have a seat at the table. And call yourselves patriots. I've done it too. I'm guilty. 
But those days are behind me. Because when my life, my freedom is in danger because I'm speaking the truth of the gospel, and that could be construed as inciting violence, when I tell you that you have the mind of Christ, which is righteousness, peace, and joy, that is your salvation, by the way. Righteousness, peace, and joy. For a nation of ignorant, illiterate Christians and heathens alike, you have no idea what that means. The dark does, and the dark understands the power behind my words. And they're not my words. They are the word. So I want to declare peace over you tonight. I was going to talk about abusive relationships. I've gotten many of you asking me to address this topic. I'm going to. I want you to know that as Americans, we are all suffering abuse. We have been abused for so many years that we should be ashamed of ourselves for judging women and men who stay in abusive relationships. You know you've done it. I have too. She's so dumb. I don't know why she hangs, why she keeps taking it out with him. He beats her butt all the time. She's still there. Well, I'm sorry. Have you seen the political landscape of our country? You had your ass kicked for a number of years. You're still there. You're still supporting the same dead candidates with the same dead narratives and the same dead stories, right? And mainly because many of you didn't even know what was behind the effort. But the truth is being revealed, and you need to prepare your minds and your hearts for the truth of things that are coming out right now about nations, about the darkness, and about what this fight is about. Our babies, I cried tonight. There was a video on Rumble. It was made by a patriot. Uh, it was sent to me. I have no idea who it was. And, um, you know, it was a, a very uh, pro liberty uh, video, and it was showing this child who had been recovered. She looked like she was four years old, blonde hair, little blue eyes. And it looked like a federal agent or someone was holding her hand walking across the tarmac. And she had her little teddy bear. And she ran to her parents. And she had been recovered from being trafficked. And her mom wailed. She wailed in grief for her daughter and gratitude for having her baby back. That is what is going on. People you have idolized are involved in things of this nature. And I don't want to believe it either, but it's true. This is a war, America. And they want you to be confused and off-centered so that you will be easy. You'll be easy for the ultimate slaughter of your freedom. And ultimately of a system that is so decrepit and disgusting and wrought with filth and wickedness on levels you can't even begin to imagine. I love you guys. Thank you for following me. I love each and every one of you. I don't have to know you to say that. But I do. And I want you to stay safe. I want you to stay sober. I want you to put on the mind of Christ, get in your Bibles. If you don't know where to start, ask. Ask him. Sit down at your dining room table and pray for wisdom. He promises to give it to you liberally and without finding fault with you. You don't have to confess every sin of your life. He already knows. I do encourage you to confess your sins so he can forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. He promises to do that. But that's not a prerequisite to wisdom. That is not a prerequisite to him blessing you with his wisdom. And right now, you need the spirit of wisdom more than anything. It's going to get us through this. 
You guys be in prayer for people who are on the fringes right now, who are just running scared and they're getting sucked into political vacuums and they're confused and they're full of hate and they don't know what to believe and pray for your enemies who are seeking. And when I say enemies, I mean enemies of your liberty, people who are getting sucked into the political, I mean, into the mainstream media vacuum of coming after your jobs, right? Coming after your livelihoods, your families, your life, your freedom. I highly encourage you to pray for those people to get out of the snare that the world has set for them. I do believe in the power of prayer. I pray, I pray that I ask you to pray for your leaders uh, locally, statewide, and nationally, federally. Pray for people in different agencies in this country, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, all these agencies that, you know, we believe are the boogeymen. There are great men and women in those agencies. And there are some very real boogeymen in those agencies too. But you know what? Uh, God is bigger than the biggest of earthly boogeymen. So let's pray for people's hearts to be changed and their minds to be open to Christ. All right? Until tomorrow. I love you guys. Thanks for bearing with me in my tears. I'm a mama. They're real. These are hard times for all of us. You can sign up for my newsletters at monicamatthews.com. You can follow me at iTunes, Stitcher, all those places. I am getting off of Facebook. Still on Twitter, remarkably. Uh, and Telegram, the Monica Matthews. All right, be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one. Thank you.